Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's Coffee Talk from Planet Fair. I'm Henrike von Platen, and I'm talking with my friend. Marta Bjarnadottir. So great. I love this beginning. It's just perfect. <laughs> yes, and happy, happy German Diversity Day. Oh, yes, that was just a couple of sort of days ago. I don't remember exactly, maybe a week ago. It's just around the corner. That was interesting. It was a nice one. It was, um, it was interesting to sort of live it from, uh, like you say, virtual. It was a virtual diversity day. Yep. <laughs> But you were you were giving a keynote, right? Um, yeah, I had a little speech in a company that made like a diversity week. And on one day, I and it was exactly on the diversity day, I had a, a talk. I had like 20 minutes power, power talk. <laughs> okay, awesome. And I, I also know, uh, maybe because you told me before we hit record, that you were talking about stereotypes. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you were talking about. Well, the, the, I, I do like the stereotype part because um, you see, if you, if you think about pay equity and I'm like always talking like pay first, pay first, pay first, and then diversity will drop into place if your system is objective and stereotype free, meaning that all the things that we see that happen with um, diverse people treating each other differently because of the stereotypes they have lead to these differences in the system, treating people unequally in an unfair way. Unequal is okay if it's fair, but being uh, treated unequally in, on an unfair basis, most of the time, in my view, happens due to the stereotypes that we have. We take one person that we sort of see as a similar one, we treat it well because we have a good feeling because it's similar to us means it's near us it's the same to us and if we see somebody different the differences is something people tend to be um, not exactly afraid of but sort of more cautious or whatever and they start treating them differently because they don't feel they are part of their own family community and so on and that's sort of the internal stereotypes that we have that when we were still hunting uh, i don't know whatever <laughs> years ago that might have been quite useful but nowadays it leads to unfairness so what i sort of try to get to the point through is if you start with your pay equity and you start to really set up a fair pay system based on gender as a kpi that you can calculate you will sort of get rid of your stereotypes and have a um, fair system yeah and the other part i always like to say is <laughs> stop training women negotiating skills start training the people that actually are in charge of the hiring process in your company um, to uh, hire bias free bias free meaning then getting rid of their stereotypes or at least not trapping into them i mean you cannot get rid of them they might sometimes even be useful but um get rid of them when you're hiring somebody so um yeah that was what we what i talked about in part and actually always when i talk about that i i have to think of you margaret because then i think i do truly believe that this is the case but um does data reflect that have you actually seen stereotypes somehow reflected when you have been looking at so much company data based on gender kpi but looking at everything yeah so let me first circle back to something that you said that stuck with me, and then I will answer your question. But um, let me, because you said, let's stop training the women's negotiating skill and start training the hiring committee. And as a university professor, I sometimes sit on hiring committees. And there, we have to take bias training 
be even before we get charged with hiring someone. So I, I so it yeah I so agree with that. And another thing, if any of our um, listeners uh, have not taken these unconscious bias tests, it's always eye opening. And I think um, because as you know. And that this is a perfect segue into my answer to your question about what do we see in the data. We all know that we have our unconscious biases, right, towards whether it's, you know, female versus male or white versus black or old versus young or, you know, pick your category, right? Um, so you can take these tests that aim to measure these things. And I think the results that someone uh, from with my, within my circle of um, people that work on pay equity day in and day out, um, they describe their own results as disappointing, right? So even us that are you know, talking about pay equity day in and day out, working on changing pay equity throughout the world, we still have our unconscious biases, right? So, um, so maybe we can link to that uh, in our description of yep. um, this week's episode, you know, where we can, you know, people can go and just take a look at uh, what yep. these tests tell us and then we can debate their accuracy. But it's always eye-opening. Anywho, you were asking about what does the data tell us? And it's interesting to me that... Um, at least the way I think about how stereotypes and unconscious biases, how it uh, kind of gets into or um, high, is highlighted by, by pay equity uh, analysis, is basically through blind spots, right? Because we all are trying to do our best, right? So we're all trying to create fair structures. We are all trying to uh, do the right thing. But my favorite story is about an organization that was all in on pay equity, right? But when we analyzed their pay structures, what we found was that the top performing female employees were not being, being uh, compensated to the same extent for their fabulous performance as similar male employees. So while their salaries were, yes, above average, they weren't being paid to the top like the top performing male employees, right? And for that organization, that was really an aha moment. And I link that back to stereotypes, because when you think about your top performer, you know, what is your stereotype like? Um, and then the salary um, kind of follows that. And I see this, I mean, this is why I always smile when I start talking about performance data, because it's so interesting, right? Because in pay equity is one of these things and one of the ways where we can see interesting behavioral patterns emerge. And another thing that I see over and over again is that um, women are penalized more for poor performance compared to poor performing uh, men. So again, kind of these stereotypes and unconscious biases creeping into how we react to performance data. So I always think this is uh, interesting. Absolutely. I, I, I do so too. And it's uh, the, the funny thing always is, or, the, or not funny actually, it's actually a bit sad also when you think about bias trainings, some people actually believe that when they've done one, they are healed you're usually never healed from a bias training unless you have one where you actually um, experience bias. That's a very different version. There are very few of those. And um, 
normally you know what the, your biases are about so that you can start training yourself to act differently but you're not healed and years ago there were even studies that when people had done the bias trainings it got worse in a way because they thought they were healed and they just went on the same as before so it's also like watch out which one you do so you are actually at least getting better afterwards but you will never be healed from unconscious bias yep yeah and that brings Could us, bring to, eight us minutes. to eight minutes i know <laughs> perfect on the money oh wow yeah thank you so much Margaret. it was fun again i'm looking forward to next time goodbye everybody bye <laughs>